The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and welcome to our show. Well, today we got some news. Russell's in Vegas, and Kiffin is at USC. Holy macaroni! What next? We're going to talk about that and more here on show 263. So, Daddy Warbucks, Jamarcus Russell, the $60 million man, skipped the last meeting to get to a plane bound for Sin City, Las Vegas. That's right. Yes, the hunka hunka boing in love. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell and his posse, and of course, I must add this, was accompanied by a Raider official, went to Vegas and skipped the meeting. Well... That says it all for character. You came in overweight, and you're going out like a lightweight. Good job, Russell. Way to breed confidence from the Raider Nation. There's another little note here. Lane Kiffin gets hired for USC's head coach. Yeah, and the Raider Nation's in a big uproar. I say, bullshit. Good for him. I hope he gets the money from Al. I thought that his whole situation was crappy. Yeah, he was kind of a weasel. But uh, come on, man. Give me a break. The guy didn't have a chance in hell to coach in an office with the uh, likes of John Herrera peeking through the bathroom stalls and the like, uh, allegedly. So uh, that's what happened there with Kiffin. And Tennessee's pissed off. And uh, there's a whole bunch of hopaloo about that. But I could care less because we got more important business here. In the Raider Nation. And that is all I'm going to say about that. So, today's stories are... Cable, don't worry. Be happy. Yes! The silence for the Raiders is just so comforting, I'm sure, to top Cable. We're going to talk about that whole situation. And also this. John Herrera, king of the idiots. That's right. John Herrera is also the asshole of the year. Uh, congratulations, John. I appreciate all of your hard work, and we'll describe to the Raider Nation why you are the asshole of the year and king of the idiots. And another story here. Al goes back to the basement. That's correct. We're going to talk about the coaches that could possibly end up coaching the Oakland Raiders. The list is very long and very well not so distinguished. There are some familiar names, and hey, man, any one of these guys could take us to a Super Bowl. I don't know, uh, but I could give you some numbers on the ones I think definitely won't. Okay, let's get to our first story. Hey, Tom Cable, don't worry, be happy. a little song I wrote You might want to sing it note for note Don't worry Be happy Don't worry Be happy now <laughs> I just can't believe Here we are Oh gosh um, Looking at another coaching change possibility You know I'm not saying it's going to happen Nobody knows 
I would hope that doesn't, even though Cable is not the best offensive mind, he does have the hearts of the players, which is a huge positive. We can hire someone to make those calls, but holy guacamole, the guy is hanging from a string. With silence, actually crickets. Emanating from Alameda, and the speculation is just growing and growing. It's so Oakland Raiders. Come on, people, listen. This is a pattern that continues to continue. Al Davis will wait until all possible coaching uh, prospects that will deny an opportunity to interview with the Raiders are gone. I hope you understand what I meant by that. Because if you're good and the Elkin Raiders think that they won't, you won't accept their offer for an interview, then that makes them look bad. They don't want that. that, that that's not going to happen. And they'll deny that they offered an interview to you. <laughs> this is come with some of the buffoonery of this organization. I guess it's you know entertaining, whatever. But I can tell you this much. Tom Cable and staff. Let's not forget the staff is involved as well. But with this particular franchise, they don't have to worry too much because Al Davis is the one who picks the staff for the coach, unlike any other team in the NFL. So on that note, um, Tom, don't worry, be happy. We're all wondering what's going to happen to you, Tom. And quite frankly, I hope they just hire uh, Mark Tressman to be your offensive coordinator and uh, we can move on. And we have some business to take care of. We don't have time, really. Uh, if this team wants to get straightened out, we don't have time for this coaching bullshit. As a Raider fan, I can tell you right now, it pisses me off that we drag our ass until the last minute when if Cable was not going to be the guy, they should have been searching two months ago, six months ago, for a possible head coaching uh, candidate, not a month after. You know, we don't want to find out in, you know, eight weeks that we don't have a still don't have a coach. Or we have an interim coach. How about Sanjay Lal? And who is he, uh, do you ask? Well, he is our wide receiver coach. Yes, he's the one who was seriously involved with Hayward Bay. Yeah. Well, Tom Cable, don't worry. Just be happy, partner. And that's all I got to say about that. Circus music here. John Herrera, congratulations. You are not only the asshole of the year, but you are certainly king of the idiots. Thank you, John Herrera. Thank you so much for becoming the asshole of the year because, man, somebody had to do it. Man, you came in number one. Actually, number two, just like Jamarcus Russell. And you all know what number two means. That's right. Anyhow, John, I just want to thank you for such golden moments and great representation of the Raiders and how you come across to the rest of the world is just its uncanny. I'm sure that uh, people from other countries scratch their head and go, wow, where did they get this clown? 
with greats like the Tim Kawakami News Conference uh, debacle, is what I like to call it. Yes, that's when you were screaming back and forth at Tim Kawakami. Of course, you handed out some papers uh, describing some event. I don't even remember what it was, but you denied it. And everyone else in the room said you did it. <laughs> did you get one? Did anybody get one? My beat and that is great. And then, of course, you had to come up with the great quotation, the you and your pot-smoking buddies. You built a whole tower on a line. So did Lowell Down. So did your smoke pot. Your smoke pot. Smoking buddy, Mike Smoke. Yes, you know, that was great. There was a lot. There was an F-bomb thrown in there. Get your hand out. Get your fucking hand out. He just was the epitome of cool and professional. Yes, that's who we want representing our team. Not. John, I can't even believe that when Rich Gannon came to do a broadcast at the Coliseum, you tried to deny him entrance. <laughs> According to the San Francisco Chronicle, Oakland team officials have banned Guinan from participating in pre-game television production meetings with his CBS crew, a direct violation of NFL policy. Rich Guinan is not welcome here, Raiders executive John Herrera told the Chronicle. We told CBS we did not want him in our building, we did not want him to be part of our production meeting, and that's where it sits. Herrera went on to argue that Gannon has repeatedly bashed the Raiders since becoming a TV analyst, quoting Gannon as saying that Oakland should just blow up the building and start over a statement that apparently sent Herrera and the rest of the Raiders franchise over the edge. We think in a post-9-11 world, that's not a very proper thing to say, Herrera told the Chronicle. It's uncalled for. He seems to be a guy who can't get over the fact that he played the worst Super Bowl game in the history of the game and he wants to blame everybody but himself. I guess it's our fault he threw five interceptions. And deny him the ability to do his job, which is a sports newscaster. John, I gotta tell you, surprise, Rich Gannon's pretty much on the money when it comes to the Raiders. He says no lies, and he doesn't drink the Kool-Aid, Patna. And then you tried to ban him there. And boy, didn't that make you look good? I'll tell you right now, the Raider Nation was furious. They were furious. Here you're treating the MVP, 2002, the guy we've loved, the guy that have done more for the fans than you have ever done in your career, and you're dogging him. And this is what sealed the deal for you, Padna. This is what made it come down for you, man. What made it come down for you was the last time when Rich Gannon lays out a perfectly sincere attempt to help the quarterback, Jamarcus Russell, to become a better quarterback. Now, mind you, Rich was a guy that was bounced from team to team. He came into his own later in his career. Who else would have an idea of how to deal with poison crowds and the locker room, etc., etc.? But did they take him up on it? No. Because he made a public attempt to uh, get a hold of the Raiders before he made a private phone call, he was banished again. 
And not only that, the comment was, Rich Gannon needs the help, not the Raiders. Do you really think, John, that that was the wise and prudent statement to make after our season and your previous statements? You are a idiot. You are king of the idiots. Here's another thing you said about Gannon, and I didn't want to throw this out there because it was very colorful as well. It was about him throwing five interceptions in the Super Bowl and how it wasn't your fault, and you made it seem like it was his fault that he lost the Super Bowl. Classless, absolutely filthy management style. I am so, so sorry for anyone that has to work with you in that office. That's correct. Let me just add this tidbit of wisdom and inspiration for the Raiders because there is someone in there. There's someone in there that's awesome, and her name is Amy Trask. And I got to tell you, man, this woman, she's an attorney, and she's tough, but she's very cool. She's very real, very sincere, and she runs the place with an iron fist and makes sure the fans are taken care of in every way. This woman is relentless. She never stops working. She's at every charity event. She's at every doggone game at home. She is awesome. She's been so very, very nice. Everyone that I know that has ever had to deal with her has had a very good experience. I'll tell you what, Raider Nation, don't be afraid. Because in the Raiders organization, there is someone, there is hope, there is light in the room. And that light is Amy Trask. The Princess of Darkness. And you can have faith that she's taking care of business. I wish she had more control of the situation. That would be awesome for us because I'll tell you right now, she is the bomb. Yes, John Herrera. Congratulations. The asshole of the year. King of the idiots. Yes, well, you know what? With the rumors circulating that Cable is going to be released, and you know how it is up there at the Raiders organization, the leaks don't happen by accident. A lot of times these leaks are leaked by, well, I don't want to give the name because it's just allegedly. (laughs) Anyhow, 
you know what, with the impending doom of Cable, and you know what, I'm just thinking maybe that's going to happen because he should have just come out and said he was our coach so he could get back to work. But it hasn't happened, and you know that's the way it goes. So here's our dilemma. And let me start with the intangibles, not the, the coaching names, because that's just part of the equation. We, of course, uh, as I mentioned before, we have the coaching staff, which I don't think is going to be a problem because Al will take care of that. That's what he does. Then, <laughs> of course, we have the team, which you have to think about now. Uh, think about if you're a free agent. Think about if you have a possibility to go another team for more money. Thomas Howard, um, Morrison, they're both available. Uh, there's a couple other guys that are available. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Would you like to stay with the Oakland Raiders or would you like to go to a team with the possibility of winning that isn't changing coach every year and a half? Well, what do you think, folks? Well, I think the same thing. If the Raiders don't get a handle on this coaching carousel, the team itself will never be able to climb out of the toilet and be able to stand on top of the bowl proudly and say we made it from the crapper to the crest, and here we are. But we're not going to stand on top of that mountain anytime soon if we change coaches every year or two, and especially if we change a coach that has possible upsides. I can't be the only Raider fan that sees that Tom Cable needs help for crying out loud. Why don't they get this guy a doggone assistant coach? An offensive coordinator, someone who's going to run those bonehead plays out of his head, like the four runs on the goal line. Come on, especially with a quarterback that could get the ball across the field. Anyway, I'm not going to go too much further into that, but I will say Seymour has a possibility of leaving. There's a lot of guys that might leave because our coaching staff uh, and our head coach it's just not consistent. The plays aren't going to be consistent. Uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 part of a, it's a mark of a solid organization to have a head coach that stays put. Um, that's all I got to say about that. They should just hire Tressman for Cable and then move the hell on. Well, in an article by Tim Kawakami, I got to tell you, you know, Lane Kiffin got the job at USC, but you know who was right on in there before him and well, almost got the job was, guess who? Steve Mariucci. That's right, Steve Marahucci. Anyway, Steve Marahucci uh, was uh, sniffing around, thought he got the USC job. He's been wanting to get back into coaching, and now he was floating in the wind. Well, guess what? It could be a possibility that Al Davis might interview Marahucci. Uh, Marahucci. <laughs> so he's kind of come up recently because of the USC, USC hiring. It was a pretty recent event. So there's a possibility uh, that would be on the upside of our coaching possibilities. I really wouldn't mind uh, Marahucci. He didn't do a very bad job in, in San Francisco. Matter of fact, he was doing a good job. And uh, what can you do with the Lions, you know? I don't know, because that's where he was, and that's where he got fired from last. Okay, well, <laughs> here we go with the coaching possibilities. 
Steve Mariucci was kind of a late horse, and he came in. And, of course, you know, the all-two favorites, Coach Denny Green, yeah, the, the couch potato who hasn't seen football in quite some time. What a waste that would be. You know, that wouldn't fill the seats in the Coliseum. Now, Mark Tressman has been contacted by the Raiders. He's been contacted by the Raiders. He was coach of the winning Grey Cup Canadian football team. I don't know what they are, the Gradoons or Badoons or Spittoons. I don't know. But I know it was the Grey Cup champions, which doesn't really say much to me. You know, whatever. He was our offensive coordinator once before. I think coming back in that position might be a good idea. I don't know about a head coaching job. But you know what? Of all the guys, we got to give this guy a chance if he gets hired. Now, here's the one name I can't stand and I don't want to see, but that's probably what's going to happen just because I say that, and that is Jim, I am a fossil. Jim Fossil's been sucking at the ass of Al Davis for the last two seasons, showing up at training camps, documented for the last two years. Uh, helping, yes, he's been helping himself, all right, uh, to Al Davis's ear, pining that he wants to get the job. Please hire me, Al. Jim, you're a perfect candidate because you got your nose brown already, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Then there's Kevin Gilbride. He's coming out of the New York Giants. Uh, yeah, they call him Kevin Kildrive. He's an offensive coordinator uh, for the Giants and hasn't done real good that way this season. And really, um, I don't know. I'm not hearing good things about that guy. If you go to the Giants sites, they want him to come to Oakland, and I don't know if that's such a good thing. Then, of course, the name that comes up, Winston Moss. That's correct. He plays for the Packers. He's a Packers assistant. And he's been interviewed before for the head coaching position. And, uh, well, <laughs> I don't know who he is. He would be just another one of those guys like Cable that comes in and has a year to learn how to be a head coach while our team struggles on the field and he struggles in the office. There's another guy, Bruce Arenas from the Steelers. Uh, I think he's a quarterback's coach. Another guy that would come in, yes, and he'd come in all the fanfare in Oakland, yada, yada, yada. A year he has to learn how to be a coach, which is all the decisions it takes. It's just not, it's not a simple job, and especially someone who hasn't run a football team to come in and try to be, you know, all that. If these guys aren't number one in their position, like a fist assistant coach, offensive coordinator, and they're putting up record points and they're taking – uh, chances and they have some kind of a special thing. Well, yeah, but if you're going to hire somebody who's just on the sidelines and and never sees the camera and all of a sudden they're head coach of the Oakland Raiders, you know what? Give me a fucking break. Sorry about the F-bomb, but please. So those are the candidates so far that I can see. Uh, we don't even know who's going to interview, if there's going to be an interview for any positions. Cable continues to dangle in the wind like a turd on a hair on your ass. And it is not going to be until Al either decides to suck it up or wipe it off. I mean, time is of the essence, and it's just never, never rush time in Oakland. And we just have to wait and see what happens. And that, my friends, is that. 
It's time for the bone line. Let's get on it. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw your bones. That's right. Let's get your opinions out here. Let's find out who you want to coach and who you want to uh, draft because, you know, all that is coming up, folks. And free agency and, uh, you know, the cap and Jamarcus Russell and Cornell Green. We got some issues and then, man, you got to have a big box of tissues because there's not a lot to laugh about up in here. But we got some changes to make. We got a whole offseason. Let's hope we make some changes. But I want to hear from you guys. You guys. So let's hear who's first. We have a good friend, Reddit Jake in Iowa. What you got to say, brother? <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. Well, guys, another season of Raider football is in the books. Overall, this is pretty pretty disappointing year, in my opinion. Had big expectations for everybody coming into the season. They really didn't deliver, especially Jamarcus Russell, but we've already made that opinion, or fact, I should call it, proven several times, so I won't even go there. I do want to talk about some people I thought that did pretty good this year. You all know Trevor Scott, our elephant, stood him up to play linebacker, and he rewards us by getting seven sacks. Hell of a player. Hope we can keep developing him down the road, and he'll turn into a great guy. Tyvon Branch also. This kid came out there every game and played his ass off. I hope he can continue doing that into the future because he looked like he could be the next coming to Cliff Branch, hopefully. Richard Seymour, I don't know if he was really worth what we traded, only got us four sacks, but he was causing problems in the middle quite often. I do hope we re-sign him, but I hope Al doesn't dump too much money on him like a good old champagne walker. And as for Coach Cable, I personally like what he does. He brought the team together, and I think he's bringing back the Raider ways of just win, baby. He doesn't care who's in there. He just wants to win, and how can you ask for more than that? From what it looks like right now, it's following the age-old trend of Al has a first meeting with him and then another meeting a week later to tell him he's fired after pumping him for ideas. So it's really not looking good for him right now, but I hope Al does give him another season because I really think we could improve. Well, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. This is Raider Jake in Iowa, and I'm out. Yeah, the season is, uh, well, it is what it is. Uh, there were some very good moments and some very bad ones. I'm glad we won some more home games. That's what I care about. Trevor Scott, great, great surprise. I can only see him getting better and bigger and meaner next season. I hope that happens. It should be. Seymour, we have to keep him. We have to keep him. I mean, we paid him a lot. We should pay him again and see if he get, he got some more. He, he only got four sacks, but, man, he was a big reason while wow, we had pressure on the quarterback. The guy's an animal. We need to keep this guy. Jay Russ, well, we got this guy, Pana. Al Davis is not going to let this geek out of Oakland until he exhausts every possibility. Thanks for the call, brother. We have an old friend back, Raider AC. What you got to say, Pana? What's going on, Randy, Greg? haven't called in much this year as I had the year before. This is Raider AC out of Portland, Oregon. Thought I'd sound off here. That was my last call of the year. Um, actually, I'm already in 2010, but I don't want to talk about the games this year. 
What I do want to talk about is what us Raider fans are gotten used to talking about come January, and that's April for the draft. And all I got to say is offensive linemen, offensive linemen, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, defensive linemen. I think I think that's uh, the consensus around Raider Nation. It should be. But anyways, I think I'll call back about April, about draft time, and uh, check in. Maybe I'll call in after the first round of the draft, after the Raiders go through their uh, their wants and needs for a better team and figure it all out, and then we go ahead with the first pick of the NFL draft with Taylor Mays, defensive back at a USC. Oh, I can see it now, man. We need some beef in the middle. I don't want anybody to run on us no more, man. It hurts. Raider Nation, have a good 2010. Out. Well, you know what? It's not going to depend on our coach who we draft, that's for sure. But, yeah, well, <laughs> linemen is what we need. I can't take another season with Green. Uh, there's a couple other guys. Yeah, they got to get rid. They got to get rid of that whole offensive line and work over. At least get some some good, good, solid anchor players. Same with the defensive line. You know, we've been all saying it for years now. And you're right. We'll probably get some speedy defensive back. Nine out of ten times we do. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the Jersey Raider. Now, this character, man, he comes in good, nice, good, strong information, man. Lay it out for us. What's good, Raider Greg and Raider Nation? This is Jersey Raider calling in. And once again, man, it's the same story. 5-11 and 11 this year as we were in 2008. Um, I guess uh, basically quick recap, season recap, if you will. Uh, I felt the team definitely played well, especially in those four wins. I mean, and that first game against San Diego and Oakland, uh, it truly showed just how much how much of a difference they can make when there's a competent quarterback uh, starting behind center. Um, but with that being said, the offensive line, uh, it needs to be improved. I mean, outside of Robert Gallery, everyone else on that O-line must be put on notice. Uh, Mario Henderson, I believe he led the league in sacks allowed this season. Last time I checked, he had allowed over nine and a half sacks. Cornell Green, need I say more about that penalty machine? And uh, in regards to Coach Cable, I truly believe that this man should come back. I mean, he had the guys fighting for him and competing. And let's remember that against the Ravens, when Charlie Fry was starting in there, we were still competing, and we were only down 14-10 until Mr. Jamarcus also himself walked on the field. And uh, supposedly, was even reported that Cable had to tell his offense to not quit on their quarterback, i.e. Jamarcus Russell, when he came into the game. If the head coach has to say that to his offense, that tells you everything you need to know about what the Oakland Raider players think of uh, Mr. Jamarcus Russell. And being on that subject of Mr. Russell, as of today, Tuesday, uh, 7.30 here on the East Coast, suppose there's a report that Jamarcus Russell checked into the Palm Spring Hotel in Las Vegas. And that wouldn't be such a big deal if he didn't have that excused absence yesterday. So, again, you question the commitment of this man. 
He doesn't show up to the last team meeting and checks into a Las Vegas hotel the very next day. It makes you wonder. Without question, he needs to be cut. Cornell Green needs to be cut. There needs to be changes. There needs to be a general manager, a director of player personnel, an offensive coordinator, and I truly do believe Cable should get one more shot at it. With all that being said, Ready Greg and Ready Nation, who knows what's going to happen this offseason. And all we can do is stay positive. And if there, if there aren't significant changes, honestly, I'll tell you guys out there in Oakland, don't go to the games. It's not quitting on your team because think about it. Your team quit quit on you these last seven years through their bad draft choices and their bad decisions and refusal to hire a GM. So if it gets to that point, don't buy any merchandise. Don't show up to the game. Just watch it on TV. That's all I have to say. This is Jersey Raider. As always, Raider Nation, stay strong, stay proud. I'm out. Yeah, we had a good year, man. Like I said before, we'd have had a whole lot more wins with Gradkowski and Fry throwing the football than Jadummy. You know, the guy's slow motion expert, softest quarterback I've ever seen. I have no hope, none at all. I mean, not a bit of hope that this guy will ever be a good quarterback in the NFL. He does not display the manhood that it takes to make it happen. I agree with you on cable. I totally agree with you with the offensive line. And you know what, general manager, man, we're all on the same page. It was a great call, brother. Great call. We have Rada Enzo in Seattle. And listen up, folks. The man's giving us a little culture. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Enzo in Seattle. I just heard a little something, and I wrote down a poem. Now, I don't know if your podcast is a poem-free area, but I, I, so I like to do them. Here it is. The Oakland Raiders team lie in shambles. Raider Nation prayed and lit candles. Jabusto and Iron Hands, a team without leaders. Front office raising counters, the coach a wife beater. In walked Bruce, a great light in the black hole. He rounded up the pirates and showed them the goal. His play was exciting and the nation rose cheering, but his knees snapped in two and our eyes were a tearing. A rumor was heard about a coach down in Texas, put players in closets, kicked linemen and asses. Leach was his name and his record was winning. Talks and riddles has all our heads spinning. He's the perfect coach for this bleak ship of fools. He stands up to Davis in front office tools. May this be true that Leach is our man. An oath we send him from the silver and black clan. Go Raiders. That was a nice piece, brother. The only thing I'm not too sure about is that Texas coach. Um, I don't think Al will hire him because he will stand up to Al and the tools in the office. Uh, he's not a candidate, man. I, I don't think he can suck ass as good as the candidates we got already. Thanks for the call, man. It was a good poem. We have Raider Mike. From Buffalo. Hey, partner, back away from the edge. You know what? It's not that bad. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Mike from Buffalo, New York. And, you know, I just wanted to call to, to mention this. John Herrera, this, this fucking piece of shit, John Herrera, attacking Rich Gannon. You know, earlier in the day, I was at work. And I found out Gannon wanted to come in and help the Raiders. And I just thought, man, what a, what a, that would just be great, you know. And then I come home, you know, and I got to read this shit about John Herrera talking shit about Gannon, saying he needs our help. How the 
fucked again and need our help. Seven straight losing seasons in a row. The guy obviously just I just obviously pains him to see this. You know, it's just it's really upsets me to see this how this organization, Al Davis and that piece of shit, John Herrera, just the way they bash Richard Cannon, he I mean, he did so much for this team. You know, and they're trying to cover up the whole Jamarcus Russell going to Las Vegas saying he was there with a Raider official. Bullshit. That's bullshit. We know it. He's in Vegas gambling, doing whatever, going to the strip clubs, and Al Davis is just trying to cover it up. You know, it's just getting so disappointing. You know, I just don't even know what to think of this team anymore, Raider Greg. It's, you know, seven years of this. It's the same shit. Year in and year out. You know? And now Alice is going to look for another puppet coach, Gilbride. Giants fans like to call him Killdrive because he's a piece of shit. And, of course, Jim Fossil, you know, he's horrible. You know, there, there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel for us. I just, I just don't see it. I hate to be negative. But this is just getting terrible. It's going to be 10 years before this is over. I mean, this is just... The last time we were good, I think I was just graduating high school... You know, I'm almost 30. I'm going to be 30 soon, in four years, five years. This is just terrible. You know, hopefully we hire a GM, but I really doubt it. I really doubt it. This is depressing. I'm just going to hang out. Thanks, Raider Greg. Take care. Well, maybe it is that bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, man, you know what? It's football, and anything can happen, so be positive. Man, this is a time you got to be real positive because there's all kinds of things that could happen. You just don't know. You just never know. So until that first preseason game when everything's supposed to be all hunky-dory, don't worry. Be happy. Because when you're worried, your face will frown. And that will bring everybody down. So don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. We got hope, partner. So have some hope. You got to. Because without Jamar Marcus last season, we could have been a pretty good contender, I believe. We could have had a real contention for the, the West or maybe even won the West. So, uh, yeah, stay positive. We got the players, man. We got the players. We just need a couple of strong linemen. That's all. My good brother. Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. Man, you got to be positive. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog from Southern California. Uh, just calling in today uh, with uh, a quick comment about this latest story, uh, this Jamarcus Russell story, him skipping the last team meeting uh, to be in Las Vegas for whatever reason. Um, uh, that is a one problem. Um, him skipping the team, the last team meeting for that matter, after a loss uh, to go to Las Vegas. Uh, now, it doesn't matter what reason he was there for. I mean, um, in my opinion, he should at least stuck around, have the fucking balls to stick around. Uh to stick around for a meeting after a game that you lost. Um, and that's just half of the story. Uh, the other half is that 
the Raider organization is okay with it. Um, Herrera uh, made a, re a response to that comment to a news reporter saying that uh, that his absence was excused for legitimate reason and the team had no issue with him being in Las Vegas. If the team had no issue with him being in Las Vegas, then they obviously don't have no issue with him continuing to be uh, our uh, quarterback for our team. Now, if they have no issue with that, then I think it should be upon our duty to take it to an extreme and say that we should have no issue with being fans of this fucking team anymore. Um, when management goes on, on a limb and defends their players that way, knowing that their players need to improve, um, that's that's real sad. That's very sad, uh, especially from this organization that was once a great organization, and now they're the fucking laughing stock of every sport. Um, you know what? Uh, after the game, I I actually felt sorry for uh, Jamarcus Russell because I I really seen during the game that he tried. But, uh, you know what, after reading that article, it just fucking makes me sick. Um, I don't know if I could take any more of this Raider drama. The season just ended, and there's already Raider drama. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens in the off season. I uh, expect uh, Tom Cable to get fired because, once again, Al Davis is an idiot. Well, Raider Nation, uh, that's just my quick take on that on that uh, subject. I know it's going to be all over the podcast because uh, everybody's always against Russell. So I gave my my take real quick and uh, my opinion on that. And we'll see we'll see what happens in the off season. Uh, Raider Greg and, Grant and Randy, you guys are doing a great job with the podcast. Uh, we'll keep listening. And who knows, who knows how much more I can take of this Raider stuff. Um, I'm right right at the edge and hanging by a string, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, until the next time, Raider Nation, stay safe and have great aspirations for this new year. All right, I'm out. Yeah, you know, you summed it up, man. I, I mean... Raider drama. When has there not been? I'll tell you when there wasn't Raider drama for a very short time last year. If you remember, I bet you do. Between the draft or or before the draft even, it was real quiet. We did some good acquisitions. We, we made some moves on the offensive line. Things were looking okay for a little while. And then Raider drama. Because that's just what it is, man. This team is just full of it, and we need to get rid of some of it. That's for sure. <laughs> Good take, man. We got things coming. Things will get better. What choice do we have? We have Raider Dan from Tracy, and he's got something to say. Raider Greg, this is Raider Dan. I'm always calling after Jets games, but I felt the need to call you today 
I probably should be Raider Dan from Tracy, California, because I hear another Raider Dan out there. So anyway, I uh, during the game, I did, it was blacked out, so I didn't get to see it. So I'm texting my buddy Jeff, oh, Jamarcus Russell interception, Marcus Russell fumble once every game. So anyway, sadistical bastard that I am, I watch it online, even though I know we lose, because I want to see why and what happened. And Jeff comes into my office at the end of the day yesterday, and I tell him, you know, you've got a new podcast that just came out, which is kind of the highlight for me. I stop whatever I'm listening to and listen to it when I'm commuting. Anyway, so we're talking about the game, and I said, you know, Marcus really, I saw him make some good throws, and although he did fumble the ball, it was uh, the, the offensive line just whiffed on the guy who, who hit him. And the, the interception, same thing, kind of hit, didn't get a lot of help from his offensive line. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm not saying this guy's what we drafted, you know, what we thought we were getting, but maybe, just maybe, he's stabilizing. I'm seeing a lot of positive things. I think Coach uh, Cable is a great offensive line coach. I, I've always said, you know, I don't think he's taking us to the Super Bowl, but you know what? I think they should keep him because I see no quit in the team. I see positive signs. We've at least got a tourniquet on it. And he does need help. He needs an offensive coordinator. He can't do all that stuff alone. I know Al Davis is looking for accountability, but so anyway, I'm, I'm talking to Jeff, and, I, you know, we, Al Davis always comes up, speaking of accountability, and I, I said, you know, I just – when when he screwed with Marcus Allen because Marcus Allen wanted the ball more, I, I lost so much respect for Al Davis. And I at one time had so much respect for him. And I said, you know, it, it's so bad because the same thing is, is happening to Rich Cannon. And I feel equal. I've lost the, the other half of the respect I had for the man. Rich Cannon was an awesome player for us. And I... I you know, I, I never I, – when we signed him, I thought, oh, another retread. But he, Rich Cannon was a solid athlete for us, and he's entitled to Oakland Raider respect. Anyway, so I'm driving home on my commute. I'm listening to you, and I have to text my buddy Jeff and tell him, I'm getting bitch-slapped by Raider Greg. He's not feeling the Jamarcus love, which, okay, rightfully so. I, I, I'm feeling you. But anyway, you know, I'm feeling a little optimistic about the team that – you know, I've seen good things, and our receivers are catching the ball, and God, if Jamarcus could just stabilize. But if he won't restructure his contract, cut him loose. He ain't worth it. Screw him. If he's willing to put it, you know, suck up his pride and give back some of the money, okay, then let's give him one more year. But if not, I'd go with Gretkowski. Anyway, so just when I'm starting to feel good, I get bitch slapped by you, rightfully so. And then this morning, I open up the paper, and what do I see here? From Rich Gannon, I'd love to help Jamarcus Russell if he wants help. I'd love to help Tom Cable in that organization. And then they said, it's Rich Gannon that needs the help. Raider Senior Executive John Herrera. So the cancer in the organization is alive and well. And again, I'm thinking we're screwed. But, look, you know, <laughs> Raiders for life. Anyway... Raider Greg, when you said, when you were talking about Jim Fossil, and you said, fuck that, I laughed my ass off. I listen to your podcast because you tell the truth. And that's what the Raiders can't stand.
understand about Rich Gannon. He's not going out of his way saying we're a bad team. He's saying that you know our quarterback's not putting in the work ethics that's necessary. Gosh, imagine that. But he walked the walk. So anyway, I, uh, I look forward to your next podcast, and I'm out. <laughs> that's so funny, man. I never bitch slapped someone so much ever. I'm just kidding, brother. You know, I just get emotional, and uh, there you go. As far as the Raiders organization and and the management being bad, yeah, he is a bad bad egg for sure. But just remember, Amy Trask is in the house, and she is the seat of wisdom in that building. I guarantee you, she is the one making things happen. Because if it wasn't for her, <laughs> there'd be bigger problems. So just thank your lucky stars for her. It's not all bad. There's some good in there. And, uh, well, we just have to see about Jadummy because uh, evidently Vegas is more important than facing his team after his his, uh, his lack of performance and effort this year. Uh, he certainly couldn't face the fans, certainly can't face the judgment. I think that uh, if the guy would take Rich Gannon up on his own or something like that because – He's just, he's just not a good quarterback. I don't give a shit. And he's not going to restructure his quarter, his uh, contract, but you watch how Al sucks his ass right back into Oakland. You see what happens. They'll lie. They'll lie and say they restructure, and they'll restructure something totally funky. They'll say this, details are not available. This is the, kind, this is the way this shit works here. <laughs> but don't worry, man. We all got hope. It's the offseason. We have my good brother, Radar Mike. Let's hear it, man. Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike calling in the bone line. Hey, I know the season's over and uh, the podcasts are going to get whittled down because it's the off season. Not very many things to talk about, but um, I just do want to talk about uh, one last thing, but before I do, um, I wanted to thank you, uh, Raider Greg and, and Randy, for a stellar season again uh, uh, for the Raider Nation podcast, uh, keeping the fan base up right um, is very important to this organization, and um, I just want to thank you guys for that. But what I wanted to say was the Hall of Fame um, the inductees are going to be narrowed down to uh, 15 on Friday or later today, I believe. It's Thursday. But um, Tim Brown, dude, has to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. First ballot. They've been saying it for 15 years. And I've been reading on the forums, and people think that, that he's going to get snubbed over, over Chris Carter or, uh, or just Jerry Rice going to go in or two receivers can't go in at once. That's just a bunch of bullshit, man. You know for a fact that Tim Brown has 75 catches in 10 straight seasons. Jerry Rice never did that. Um, you can look at the record books. Tim Brown is probably the number two receiver all time. Um, there's no way he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. He doesn't get in. I, I just know that, that, that football has no integrity left. That they're just, it's just ridiculous. So let's just cross our fingers and hope that they, they get it right. But... Um, you know, to say that two wide receivers can't go in at the same time is crazy. I don't care if they're on the same team or not. Jerry Rice is a 49er. We all know that. So, anyway, all I got to say is let the man in. 
I mean, he could have ran and chased a ring in Dallas when uh, they won the Super Bowl in 95, but he stayed with the Raiders and, um, you know, showed loyalty. You know, come on, Hall of Fame. Honor that. Honor the class act of Tim Brown, for God's sake. Anyway, have a good year, you guys, and uh, I'll be checking in on and off. Peace out. Raider Mike, you know what, man? Thank you so much for what you bring to the table. I mean, you are what makes the Coliseum the place that it is. I'm telling you right now, people like you, fans like you, uh, you're a good dude. And, um, well, Tim Brown, you know, <laughs> Tim Brown deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Lester Hayes deserves to be on. Ray Guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, you talked about the integrity of the NFL. Well, I lost that a while back for myself. As far as the NFL organization goes, I just focus on the Raiders. And uh, the NFL is a whole nother, another creature for me. The Hall of Fame, great honor for him. I hope and pray that he gets it. But if he doesn't get it, all the excuses in the world aren't going to matter because I know and you know he deserves it. So let's hope he gets it. I do too. If he doesn't, hey, man, that doesn't take away anything from think about it, man. Think about 10 straight seasons, 75 catches. Think about the excitement that he has brought, the integrity. Um, the guy's a class act, like you say. Uh, consummate football player, professional. <clears throat> he deserves it. Let's just hope he gets it. Right on, Mike. Thank you, brother. All right, we have Aztec Radar. And he's from Santa Rosa. That's local, folks. And he's got something to say. Hey, guys, how's it going? This is uh, Aztec Raider calling you guys from Santa Rosa again. Um, you know what? I haven't called in a while, guys, but I had to call this week because, man, the kind of shit that we got going on in Alameda right now is, is ridiculous. Um, I, I heard John Herrera came out, I guess, excuse fucking Jamar. Jamar, this is fat ass for being in, in Vegas. I mean, Honestly, man, I, don't, I really don't care what the reason is for him being in Vegas. I don't care if it was <clears throat> supposedly the organization knew about it and, and he was there with a staff member. Look, man, you don't, you don't let your $30 million QB go kick it in Vegas so the rest of the team can find out about it while everybody else is in the meeting. You know, what, you know, what does that show you? What, this is fucking ridiculous. The other thing, I just read an article where the organization asked, asked Ricky's to remove pictures of John Gruden kicking it with the Raider Nation and, and Raider Legends. I mean, where the fuck is this company's priorities? I mean, shouldn't they be wondering, shouldn't they be more concerned on, on their head coach and, and their play of their quarterback more than, more than what the fuck is going on at Ricky's? I mean, this is, this is fucking ridiculous, man. I, I, don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say, what to think, or, or God damn it, man. I just, fuck. All right, man. That's I just wanted to vent, guys. This is Aztec Raider from Santa Rosa. I'm out. Yeah, I totally agree with you, brother. Instead of working them over for those pictures, the Raiders could have built on that and spun it into a positive thing, and the Raider Nation would have dug it. I mean, that's that's the frustration that I have as a fan is why do you fuck around 
with that kind of stuff, that's positive. It's positive that they went to Ricky's. It's for the Raiders. It's a Raiders positive event. But you turn it into something ugly and nasty and negative. Man, I don't get it either. I don't get it at all. I, you know, I'm going to reserve my opinion till later, but you guys will know because I'll bring it up again. All right. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Rob in Maryland. Wow. That's a long way from the Coliseum, partner. What you got to say? Raider Greg, Raider Rob in Maryland, just calling to say thanks a lot for what you do. You're a cool dude. Listen to the Season End podcast. And the only good thing to come out of this year, in my mind, is Lewis Murphy. Playoffs next year. Go Raiders. That's right, man. Lewis Murphy, the diamond of the season. I think he was a pleasant surprise. I'm glad we had something go on because Hayward hands a stone was certainly not bringing any balls. That's for sure. Uh, thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate it greatly. And take care up there in Maryland. Stay warm because I know it's some cold shit up there today. We have the Pennsylvania Raider. Hey, what's up, nation? This is a uh, Pennsylvania Raider. Just um, commenting on a story that I read that uh, Rich Gannon uh, gave Al Davis a call. He left a message on his phone. Um, offering uh, to help the Raiders in any way possible, help Jamarcus Russell, help the coaching staff, help in any way. And the Raiders' response was, uh, Rich Gannon is the one who needs help. Just think about that for a minute, nation. Let that, let that sink in. They told Rich Gannon he's the one that needs the help. All I can say is that the Raiders deserve whatever they get at this point. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to stop like, been rooting for them. I'll root for them until the day that I die. But when your MVP quarterback that took you to a Super Bowl six years ago offers to help and says, you know, I want to help in any way possible, you basically tell him to go fuck himself. That's a problem there. And the problem's not Rich Gannon. So... That's all I got to say. Just wanted to comment on that. This is Pennsylvania Raider. Out. I think most Raider fans feel the same way you do about that whole thing. Some Raider fans, however, and I have read this before, so I don't want to give it all one-sided story. Something that he was just looking for, um, like a fanfare or trying to grab some headlines and then boost his uh, value as a bod broadcaster. But, uh, that's not his character. I don't think that's who he is. I think, uh, he showed us who he is when he played for us, and I think that's his character. So uh, all those other fans that don't think so, I'm sorry, brother, but that's who I think he is. I think he would genuinely have come here and helped Jamarcus Russell, but you know, maybe the Raiders were afraid that he'd say he'd try to help him and go to the Raiders and say, hey, the guy is just not going to make it happen. And that's what I think is going to happen. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Chili, and he's coming down with some wisdom now. Listen to the man. Greetings, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I've called in earlier this season under a different pseudonym, but, you know, this is going to be Raider Chili. I know Raider Greg on Facebook. I'm also a friend of Crusader Raider on Facebook. So, the other day I was catching up on my podcast. I was three behind. 
and my girlfriend's like, why are you guys so negative? And rather than explain the whole seven years of bad records, poor drafting, I just say, you know, we're a shit team with a great history, and it's tough digesting that, especially when the person who made you have great history is the same person who's allowing you to be a shit team. So, taking what she said, I want to be the positive spin in the Raider Nation. Even in a sea full of black and silver and skeletons and ghouls and pirates, there's still some positive notions to be seen on this 2009 season. I would like to first commend Bruce Gakowski. He always gave our team a chance, and that's all right now we really want. Just give us a chance to not be embarrassed. Bruce, from one Pittsburgh native to you, I applaud you. I also, as a resident of Florida for the past 10 years, I'm a big Gator fan, Lewis Murphy, kudos to you. The one receiver, well, not the one, I guess Schillen, but he's been injured. But Murphy, when we needed him, he's been there. And to this day, that catch in San Diego on week one, if it counts, I don't know if it changes our season or not, but I don't know what it takes when you have two feet down and your ass in the end zone with the ball for it to be a touchdown in the NFL anymore. But he played his ass off this year. That was finally a good draft pick. I'd also like to applaud how we played San Diego. And normally, especially on week one, on Monday night game, gone in there, got our asses handed to us, we put up a fight. We didn't win, we put up a fight. And even in the second game against San Diego this year, we put up a fight. I think we're almost there. I could rant on Russell or DHB or Henderson or anybody. I'm not going to do that. I'd also like to commend Richard Seymour on playing every position on that line. That takes talent and that takes skill. He went out there and played like it mattered. Kudos to you, Richard Seymour. The last thing I want to end is I've been thinking. We all know that our football club, the Oakland Raiders, the Los Angeles Raiders, wherever they've been, is a team with a certain flair and mystique. This is a team that we tattoo on our bodies, that are all over our cars, that have run our closets. This is a team that we feel. It's in our bloodstream. It's what we eat. We probably eat off Raider plates with Raider glasses or Raider coffee mugs. We teach our kids about the Raiders. If you have a three-year-old, I'm sure you're teaching them the autumn wind. This is not just, hey, I'm a Packers fan. This is our life. And you might be a fan of a dozen sport, but this is our life force. I'm not just an NFL fan, but when it comes to the Raiders, that's it. That's in me. I look at that shield, and I feel something. I feel swagger. I feel confidence. I feel immensely strong. You can't fuck with me. That needs to be taught into our new draftees and free agents. That you are a Raider. This isn't about collecting a paycheck and running up and down the field. This is about putting on a persona and taking care of business. 
don't go out there and get abused because you've been an 11-plus loss team every year for the last seven years. Go out there and be a team who hits and plays hard because you were the silver and black. So until next week with another positive take on Raider Nation, to Chewy. Good night. It's the time to be positive, brother. Absolutely, man. It's the way the season starts over. We're 0-0. We got all kinds of things to do. Uh, Raider Mike was saying about the, the podcast not happening as much. Man, the news comes out every week. Every week there's something going on somewhere. You know, we have some Bronco hoe slapping his hoe. We got some, you know, like we had uh, Merriman going to jail or slapping his hoe. There's always something going on in the Raider Nation, something going down uh, in football, so we ain't going nowhere. As far as positive, man, I am positive. I'm positive if we didn't stop Jamarcus Russell this season, our record would have been very, very good. I think that our wide receivers would have improved quicker, and I think at the end of the season we would have been a powerhouse that people would have been, quite honestly, afraid of. We started a little slow, nine games slow, that is. Nine games with Jamarcus Russell was enough for any team. Uh, and we will do better because it's the offseason. We got all kinds of magic that can happen, man, because you never know what's coming down. No matter what everybody's saying, you know, the Raiders, that Raider drama, it never ends, man. So thanks for the call. Thanks for being positive. You got to be positive. We have the nature boy. What you got to say, brother? <laughs> Raider Nation, what is up? This is the Nature Boy. Woo! It is Raider Josh. Thank God for the end of the season. Somebody put us out of our fucking misery. God damn, it's good to be done with this shit. But, gotta say, Raider Nation, thank you, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, for this awesome podcast that you guys put up each and every week. I've only been listening since uh, this season, actually, show number 240. You know, you guys have done a fantastic job. You give all of us fans an outlet uh, to yell and scream and bitch complain and tell that stupid old-ass owner of ours how to handle the team, but it really doesn't matter to that guy because he doesn't give a shit about us, just about what he wants to fucking do. Who cares about us that pay his bills and all these uh, million-dollar fucking athletes, I guess, but... You know, Jamarcus, hopefully he's done and he's moving on. I don't know where we go in terms of the draft. We're all over the place in mock drafts that I've seen. Who fucking knows? And besides, who even knows what Al's going to do anyway? But, uh, you know, one thing i got to say to the Raider Nation is, you know, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, thank you so much for this. I mean, you know, we really do need stuff like this. And I know, uh, Raider Greg, I found you on Facebook, and, uh, you know, I must have missed something in some of these podcasts that showed us and told us how to help you out because this is something that we need to keep going, because really, who else are we going to take this shit out on? Um, you know, not the wife, not the kids. You know, this is our outlet that allows us to, you know, let out those frustrations from the last, you know, seven miserable 11 lost seasons. So, again, Raider Greg, thank you so much for giving me that link. I get paid once a month, so uh, you can guarantee some money's going to be coming from the Nature Boy to keep this thing going, because really... We need you to stay on the air. We need you to keep doing this podcast, Raider Greg. It's because of you and the nation that I've actually learned a lot more than, uh, you know, what ESPN and YahooSports.com and SI.com want to tell me. 
Uh, you know, I learn a, I pick up a lot of stuff from, you know, the fans, the fellow, you know, Raider Nation, you, Raider Greg. You guys just come out with a lot of info that, you know, most of us average guys that, you know, work 40, 50 hours a week don't really get a, you know, check out and don't get a hear. And, uh, you know, just thankful for, for you and, uh, you know, keep it going as long as possible. And, uh, you know, anytime you guys need help, just let the nation know and uh, we'll come to your rescue. Again, Raider Greg, Randy, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can hear the next 240 podcasts. Take it easy, guys. I'm out. Well, thank you, man. Thank you so much. It's you guys that make our show because I'm just a blowhard. Randy's the brains, of course. Uh, couldn't do anything without him. But the fans make a big difference, man. That's what happens. The venting of the Raider Nation that we get on this bone line is the most important, I think. That tells what everyone's thinking. That tells what the Raider Nation, I mean, come on. You got to admit that we're all very close to being on the same page. What is going on in Alameda? Uh, yeah, thanks for the call and the props. I want to thank everyone again that has contributed. I I can't thank you enough. I don't know what to do but say, hey, man, it helps a lot. And um, I know it's tough. And I just appreciate it. Rand, appreciate it. We appreciate it. So thank you so much for helping us here at the show. Well, Raider Nation, we still don't know what's going on with cable. Uh, rumors are flying and the Raider drama continues to roll on i gotta say this i love the rated nation there is light somewhere coming at the end of the tunnel <laughs> that is for sure we have a young team i'll say it again man we have a young team and they're playing hard we just need a couple pieces man and who knows what can happen because things keep changing week to week and we're gonna let you know what happens next week right here on this show i am Raider greg and I am out. <laughs>